0: welcome back to another episode of Skincare Anarchy. Um, I'm excited to introduce this brand to you guys. I have the CEO and founder here for Fresh Chemistry. Um, Her name is Nisha Dearborn and I'm so excited that she's here to tell us all about her brand. So welcome, Nisha. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Hello,
1: thank you for having me.
0: Oh my pleasure. Um, can you tell us about your um your career background and just how you came to you know wanting to start your own skincare line and um all the details? Absolutely. So it's funny. My story goes way back. Uh, some
1: people say I was born in a skincare handbasket, uh, as it were, because my mom is a retired dermatologist, oh, and okay. so I grew up spending summers working in her office. I would go to the Uh, like American Academy of Dermatology conference with her, you know, once a year. And so I just kind of grew up around that. I mean, even as far back as kindergarten, I remember having a memory of during nap time, instead of napping, I would make believe mixing products in a little bowl, like pretend bananas and cherries and like putting it in my teacher's hair. So I have, I just always had this love of, of kind of skincare and, and mixing natural ingredients. So it goes way back. And then I turned that passion into a career. So actually one of my first jobs uh, is I was an intern um, at Bobby Brown like in New York when I was I think I was 19 and then I ended up fast forward after business school going to work for Johnson & Johnson for almost a decade and and spent some time uh, there managing different businesses beauty businesses as well as other brands like Listerine and Tylenol and others. And yeah. then um we made a, a family move up to Maine, which is where I live now um a few years ago, which is what kind of prompted the move into entrepreneurialism because you know I moved to Maine, as they say, you can take the girl out of skincare, but you can't really take the skincare out of the girl. So yeah. <laughs> I you know, I always had this passion um for as you know, as I mentioned from all the way back into kindergarten. And then when I moved to Maine I noticed that our lives just got a lot healthier because the culture here is just very healthy. You see a lot of people in their 70s and 80s and they're out running and biking and just being very healthy overall. And so I noticed that in moving here, we became, my husband and I, you know, more outdoorsy and we became more kind of um, uh, healthy about our exercise lifestyle. But I also started to pay attention to what food I was preparing for my family and what ingredients I was using and mm. thinking about as I was preparing meals if I were to get ingredients from my countertop in my kitchen or my fridge I kind of knew that those were the fresher ones yeah. and tried not yeah. to relax so much on the ingredients that were in my pantry because the things in your pantry as you know were made a long time ago have been sitting around in a box and are stable for a long time so as i was thinking about that i just had this aha moment where i was like wait a minute i've been in the skincare industry for a long time and as an industry the products that we produce are made just like the products in your pantry they were made a long time ago in these big vats in these manufacturing plants they sit on the manufacturing shelf they sit in the truck they sit in a warehouse shelf and they're really made to be stable for a long time to make sure they're safe. But yeah. I knew from, from one, having a mom who's a dermatologist and the importance of really good ingredients and also working at companies where you know that the products that you make in the manufacturing plant are really good products, but over time they do break down and lose some of their strengths. And so I kind yeah. of realized if we know as a culture, we are demanding, Uh, better ingredients in our food. We're demanding healthier things for our body. We're demanding more transparency in what's happening. I realized we, I knew enough to know that we should be demanding that in skincare too. And so I thought, well, we live in a different world now. Like we don't have to, why? I just started questioning, like, why do products have to sit on a shelf for like multiple years? Like, why do they have to be made that way? Why, Why can't we just send things to people's house? Like everything else, we're you know we're getting razors sent to our house. Like, why can't we get you know skincare sent to our house? And yeah, in why, why do they have to be made so much, you know, so many months before the person's actually using it? So yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, it's, it's a it's a question of putting a little bit more power into the hand of the consumer, right? And I think that's what I really enjoyed about your the um the feel of your brand. Um, you know when I was first, you know, when I was first looking at it and I, I love that you, you put that control in the hand of the consumer and we're allowed to, you know, just really understand what is going into this product. I mean, that is the next step in skincare. We have to know because now everybody's reading articles, thank God. <laughs> and you know, they're reading they're reading into um ingredients and all this stuff. So it's it's very important. I agree with you.
1: I'm so glad you said that because you actually hit kind of the core of what is important to me is I, I strongly feel that at all levels, if you take a woman and just tell her like, mm-hmm. here is here are the facts. Like here are the tools. The woman will take care of the rest. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you think yeah. about, We're think like about the what natural. we do, yeah think about what we do in our life right we're always asking you know questions to figure out how something works and then we solve all the problems right and so this is why I mean I I have uh, you know I'm so glad you said that because that is kind of the core behind I I feel like the industry has a lot of um reliance on um a little bit of smoke and mirrors about what's behind beauty like trying to make people oh if you just use this blue lotus powder it'll make you more beautiful and I was just like you know what, oh. let's just woman to woman, like this is, uh, you know, we're at a place now in society where I think women deserve truth and honesty, and yeah. I think it's who more than women to give that to each other, right, so I was trying to, behind this brand, be like, let me, you know, I have a mom who's a dermatologist, not everyone had that benefit, let me just tell you the, you know, the really, really behind what is in these products, why they work, and, and how you should be using them, and I think, um, you know, I have a greater vision down the line of making this more about just empowering women. Cause it's just really important to me.
0: I love that. I really love that. I mean, I think that you have hit some great points in the, in the way that, you know, as a scientist, I look at things and I, and I do not like fluff, you know, and I think, um, most people who have a, a background in anything that's, you know, science related or math or, you know, anything that's a technical area, um, of you know in, in terms of your career path you you don't like fluff and I as much as I appreciate all these brands out here that have the you know it's weird exotic fruit in their skincare and the you know like oh god you know we captured the stars and extracted the essence and now it's on your face like I mean that's cool dude but it's like you know is this <laughs> gonna work for my skin like I mean <laughs> shit you know and that's that's <laughs> that's,
1: that's exactly right yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, like I think, I you know I think that the it's interesting when you look at women because I think women are really smart. They can see through a lot of that. But we also like to feel good. We also like yeah. to feel that we're using we're feeling pampered. We're it's something feeling luxurious. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it it needs to come in something that you know is working. You know, yeah. I think like what you're pointing out is like we don't want to be fooled um, we want to feel good because we know we're doing something it's like when you when you make a good meal or you you know you are outside and you do something healthy for yourself you're using good skincare like you're going to feel that kind of luxury and pampered feeling because you know it's working and if you're doing something good for your
0: body Right, right. And I love that. But it's like, you know, it, for me, it's like a self-care versus skincare argument at this point, right? Because I, I really believe in self-care. I think self-care is very important. When I look at your line, I think of real skincare. I mean, I'm going to be very honest yeah. because, you know, you have done it in a way that it, it is very, um feels like chemistry. It feels like science. It feels like, you know, um this is something that I have control over. I understand what's in the product. I mean, you know, that is different to me than buying Just like you said, a prepackaged product that is covered in lilies and that's it you know what i mean i I don't i don't understand and so there is this distinction and there needs to be in this industry because at this point there's a lot of talk around you know especially with dermatologists and i'm sure you know your mother can attest to this that you know dermatology is a very very complicated um area of science it is not something that we can you know mold and, and and make whatever we want it is a it's a factual based you know area yeah. right so we have to do um do justice to that we cannot you know it's it's one thing to have self-care that's beautiful you know you have the eye masks and you have the beautiful you know the things but you know i think a lot of merit. Um, goes behind something like what you 're creating here, which is you know a good product, a no fluff no b s product that is going to do good things for your skin that is something that you know it should stand out differently than the next brand right that 's where i 'm trying to get to with this like it's um that 's something I feel very passionately about because um you know talking to founders such as yourself you know, I don't want that message to be um, kind of drowned in the in the world of skincare right now because it's such a saturated market. Absolutely. I, I yeah. couldn't agree more. And I think the
1: self-care and skincare is a good distinction. And maybe in certain instances, you know, like I agree. So I am a proponent of self-care, especially in a year like 2020. You yeah. know, we all need to be focusing on that. But I think it's about giving woman, women the knowledge, which one is which, right? Like you're doing this for self-care and then you're doing this for skincare. Yeah, it's not yeah. trying to blend those lines too much and kind of, you know, maybe um, trick people a little bit or fool people into kind of uh, what they are getting. And I feel like if you just give women the knowledge, they can take care of it
0: exactly yep you're right and women you're right women are very inclined to kind of doing our own research we dig a lot you know every everything we're always curious so (laughs) i completely agree um so, Nika, I want to ask you, um, you know, just shifting focus a little bit, can we talk a little bit about your formulation and how you came up with the concept of, um, you know, putting everything um, separately so that people can mix it themselves? I know you touched on that a little bit, but I want to talk the real, you know, the real science here and the real, um, the the thought behind all of this on a on a formulation level. Absolutely. So
1: I, um, in you know, in part of the... My thinking in in part of my aha was I remembered i 've worked on a brand um, where, in part of the manufacturing step it it was a it was a brand that had some actives that were really finicky and break down very easily and yeah. I remembered that in part of the manufacturing step um, the where the manufacturing plant actually turned off the lights in one of the steps so that even the mm. internal lights didn 't help you know degrade the active and I was thinking wow, if if the company did that, because obviously that makes a difference, then how much more could we do? Like you just take that thinking to the next level of like, okay, yeah. there's step one is turn off the lights in the certain manufacturing step, but then what could you do to keep the actives really pure and whole? And yeah. because of all of these models of things being sent to your home, I mean, at that time, when I was thinking about this, we already had like coffee subscriptions coming to the house. We had other yeah. things coming to the house. So it's like, wait a minute, like why just take it to the 10th degree? Like why not don't even put the actives in until the product's ready to be used? Because, you know, skincare is somewhat like um, when you make bread, you can have your wet ingredients mixed, you can have your dry ingredients mixed, but when you combine those when making bread, that's when the clock starts, right? That's when, you know, you have to bake the bread and eat the bread within a certain amount of time to really have it be fresh and good. And right. skincare is the same way. So it's when the things get mixed together that that clock starts and the breakdown really starts to um, aggressively kind of advance. So I thought, why not? Why not keep them separate? So I called a chemist who has made formulations for, you know, nationally number one brands um, for twenty years, and yeah. I asked him. So, this is my thought. This seems pretty simple in my head. There must be a reason why this doesn't happen. You know, what if we sent a base product to a woman in her house and we packaged the actives separately and she yeah. added them together? Wouldn't that be kind of a more potent formula and therefore work better on her skin? And I thought yeah. for sure he was going to tell me, like, no, that's not the way it works. And he said, yeah, absolutely, that would be stronger. <laughs> and I yeah. said, And he said, "But you can't do that." And I said, "Why not?" And he said, "Well, one, you know, what if what if it's too strong on her skin, um, and she kind of she it's it's harmful to her skin." And I said, "Well, absolutely, that's definitely a concern." But the whole industry is concerned about making things that are not strong enough. And you're telling me the concern with this is that we make something that's too strong. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of an amazing problem to have. You can always dial back. You can always make sure that you make a formula and test it to make sure that's not the case, right? Exactly. He said that's true. He said, and I was kind of, kind of happy that that's where he was starting with the problem. And then number two, he said, you know, when we make these products in manufacturing plants, in order to put these raw materials together and come out with that beautiful you know, cream or serum that just spreads on your face so well and absorbs right and just has those great aesthetics. He said, there's a lot of um, process that goes into that. Number one it's you know, what temperature are you adding the ingredients and what steps and uh, yes. how do they share together and mix? He said, we have these machines that are set up to do this. You can't just expect a woman to do this in her back. Yes. And yeah. I said, totally. I said, I get that. I said, but what you're telling me is the science and the efficacy are already there. The challenge that we have is really an assembly challenge. How do we create a product that a woman could mix in her bathroom? Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. And I said, all right, so that's where we're going to focus our R&D time, you know, and I, you know, brought him on to help me figure out, well, how could we make the product? And it was all about finding the right ingredients that, and just making them the right viscosity, that they poured at the right way. And no. when, so that I wanted to make a product that was simple. When you get the product, you have the base, you have the three actives in these vials. All you do is pour it in, you shake the whole thing to activate, and it's done. Because I also know from you know, my years in, in managing brands that women don't like a lot of extra steps. We don't have a lot of yeah. time. But, you know, if women are willing to do the things that they know are good for them and work. So this is just kind of one quick step. And the fun part when you ask about these ingredients, because of that, I was actually able to, I was given kind of carte blanche to pick whatever ingredients I wanted. Um, A lot of times when you have existing brands, you have these base formulas that have been around for years and you can only really iterate on versions of that. Um, to go create something entirely new is often too expensive. And because I was starting fresh, I was able to ask the scientists and the people who were kind of the experts in the ingredient world and said, if you could put anything in here, anything, what would it be? And we started there and started pulling together based on the skin benefits I wanted. So I was really excited because then we started to deep dive even deeper. So there's, you know, for example, vitamin C is notorious for breaking down quickly. So I definitely wanted to be able to use the full strength of that ingredient in this form. Um, But then you could go deeper into which kind of vitamin C, you know, like hyaluronic acid, is an ingredient that is actually quite big as a molecule and sits on the surface of the skin. So then you could go into, well, you know, let's look at the molecular weights of the different versions. Let's get the exact right one that will be more efficacious and pair well with what else we have. So it was actually really fun to be able to go through and look at everything as deep as their method of action, the molecular weights, and make sure we were putting together like a really good formula.
0: Right. So I have some questions because, um, You know, as far as all these ingredients go, you're absolutely right. They're very good for your skin. But what about the actual ability of your skin to allow them into itself? Because there's a giant problem with, um, you know, transdermal delivery of ingredients. And then especially with something like um, peptides, which I know there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of debate around the use of peptides in skincare. Some people swear by it. Some people think it's, you know. Um, not so much, you know, it, it doesn't do much. So my question to you is, um, where is the, wh- you know, what was your, your benchmark medical research, um, information that you used to come up with how you were going to deliver these ingredients into the skin beyond just the, the surface so that it actually makes a difference in skin health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You know, So I think there was a couple of questions in that, not only about the transdermal delivery, but also kind of which ingredients, kind of peptides or no peptides. And so Mm -hmm. I'll address both. I mean, for one, I'll do the second one first, kind of what are the right ingredients? And I think that I was starting with, okay, I wanna create a product. I have two serums, right? One is a, a glow getter product, which is a brightening serum. And the whole yes. point is to give you skin that is bright and even toned. The other right. one is wrinkle release. The whole point is to give you skin that is more soft, supple and useful. And so I knew that going in. So I was going to start with, okay, what are the right ingredients to deliver these two products? And right. with, with the glow, there are, you know, definitely, I think if you, and I follow a lot of different kind of social media accounts of different dermatologists and scientists yeah. and Nine times out of 10, if you ask people how to get a glow, they will say the same thing. One is you need to create an exfoliation of your skin to turn over that top layer. Um, yeah. Vitamin C is always a go-to for brightening and hyperpigmentation. So it wasn't so much which, in, which kind of ingredients we knew we needed um, exfoliation. We knew we wanted vitamin C. It was which version, because to your point, it it is all about not only the ingredient and the type of ingredient, but how, how they're assembled. So we specifically wanted to choose products and we looked at the molecular weight. That's a big part of transdermal delivery because yes. if you just think about your skin as somewhat of a, like a sponge of a porous surface, but the mm-hmm. holes are only a certain size and it comes down very simply, if you're putting ingredients on top of the holes, that the ingredients are bigger than the holes that they're trying to go through they're not going to go through it and sometimes depending on what ingredient you're using sometimes you want them to sit on top because you want the surface to have a protective barrier you want something to sit on top on purpose but the key is to work with the right scientists who know all of these things and so um you know i have uh people on the team who have done formulations for 20 years. I have people who've worked with raw material suppliers for 20 years. I have people who have done clinical studies. You know, they they actually have taught other people how to be the clinical reviewers, you know, have done this for 20 years. And these are all people, thankfully, because of my background in the industry, I was able to um, call them and, and get them to help me with this. So I am no, and I am not a doctor. I'm in no way the expert, but I have been working in this a long time and I was just able to tap
0: into the expert. So, right, right.
1: um, you know, it's that's about- good.
0: I mean, we have to use our resources, right? So that's very good. Right. I mean, there's, you don't have to be a doctor to utilize, you know,
1: the medicine. But I think that what's really important is not only the molecular weights of things, but the pH levels of things.
0: Absolutely. You have to think about
1: the pH of your skin, what it's going to, you know, accept and and reject. And, um, you know, these were all things that we looked at in detail when creating these products.
0: That's I love that. Now one thing is um, you know, I just want to throw out there for people listening is that when we're talking about molecular weight, most of the studies on NI, you know, on on PubMed that you're gonna find are gonna say something smaller than five hundred uh Daltons is usually the ideal molecular weight for things um to really get into your skin. And you know, this is something that I think everyone should be aware of because even if you don't have a science background, um there's something you need to understand. And a lot of um, proteins and a lot of things are much, much, much bigger than that. So, um, you know, when you're looking at skincare lines, um, make sure that you're asking these kind of questions, which Nisha and I are talking about here. Like, you know, these are the things that you should be thinking about. And I think we all should be thinking about because at the end of the day, it's really about getting it into our skin, you know, giving, our skin, the nutrients it needs to hopefully, um, you know, cause a cascade, a you know, a molecular cascade of events that <laughs> leads to some sort of, you know, regeneration or, you know, more of collagen boosting or whatever it is that we're focusing on. So I love that. Thank you so much for going in depth with that, Nisha. This is, um, I really appreciate you, um, going into that.
1: Absolutely. And I, I think your advice is great. These are things that women don't know they need to think about. Um, yeah. but, You know, I think there's, there's one thing is the ingredients that are going into the products. The other is, are they actually going to be accepted and absorbed by your skin is uh, a whole other frontier, but you know, it entirely matters.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing is with, with skin health is that there's a lot of, you know, once again, dermatology is a very complicated area of medicine. So, you know, there are a lot of different receptors. There are a lot of different channels. It's not just about the idea of there's a pore in your skin and can things, yeah, things will go into your pore, but they sit in your pores. This is something I think people don't understand. Um, You know, when you, when you are talking about going into channels of your skin, you have to move through different receptors and different actual channels, which are, for example, aquaporins or water channels in your skin. That is something that brings in moisture into your skin. So, you know, when people say things like, well, this is going to go into your pores. I'm sitting there like, well, that doesn't make any damn sense because that's not the point. You know what I mean? Like anything can go into my pores. The soot (laughs) outside and the pollution is going into my pores. So yeah, that's not a, you know, but yeah, I, I I really think that you've done things right here. And I think that, you know, I love that you've approached this with such a systematic um, you know, methodology and this whole, you know, I was talking to Dr. Dave Ben were kind of discussing the whole need for a scientific method to be employed in terms of, you know, everything when it comes to skin health. And uh I think you've really done it right. So, you know, I thank I you. you for that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So, Nisha, I, I want to um I you know, I just wanna say one thing and that's, um, you know, to everyone listening, it, it's really important right now because Concur is such a saturated market, right? It's It's so saturated. So coming across brands like yours is um, not only a treat, but it's it's refreshing because it's like you see the science, and you see all that. So I urge everybody to please go out there and you know just just check it out a little bit more. You know, don't buy the marketing hype. <laughs> please don't buy the marketing hype because there are brands like like you know. Uh, Fresh Chemistry that are doing things in a very beautiful way. So um, I urge everybody, go follow Fresh Chemistry, Um, you know, leave some comments in the cover art for this episode, and let us know if you have any questions for Nisha, I will pass them along. And um, yeah, I I wish you the best with everything, Nisha, I, I think your brand is beautiful, and I hope everyone, you know, appreciates it as much as we do.
1: Thank you, I appreciate all that support and love, and I'm so thankful for what you're doing this podcast and bringing more awareness to people, because I think it's all part of the ecosystem of giving women more information, make, helping them make better choices for themselves, because, you know, obviously the future is female.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess <laughs> I think, well, yeah, it is in a way. It's the female mentality of anything, you know, it's, it's, Absolutely. you know, we, we have a very, very unique mentality and I think, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, guys, go check out Fresh Chemistry on Instagram. Check out their website and definitely leave us some feedback on the cover art for this episode. Um, leave any questions you have for Nisha and her team, and I will definitely pass them along. Also, um, I don't know if any of you remember, but I had done a shout out for Nisha's brand earlier in one of the earlier episodes. And um, I just want to, well, it was the episode with uh, Tanishka, and I wanted to just reiterate how much. I love her line. It's truly, truly, um, you know, innovative and it's it's really good. So check it out if you haven't. And um, you can still use the code ANARCHY10 for a little bit of money off your order. I do not get any proceeds from any of those sales. Um, you know, I just asked Nisha for a code to help us out. But yeah, let me know what you think. I'll talk to you next time.